You're listening to the Arcane Focus Network. Previously on Star Raiders. As you rounded one of these corners down the far end, you saw these guys and they saw you. 20 points of damage. And you just see like the thing burst out of his chest. He's like, Ooh, an 11 on that die. You'd love to see that 11. Deacon, tell me what happens. I shoot him in the head. Oh, yeah. Just like that, he's down. Drops down. You see like a little scuttling. And then just turns and it hits him right in the base of the spine. You guys are out of combat. Let's go rest. Figure out what to do next, right? Yeah. You make it back unaccosted. So, level seven, everybody. Yeah! Level seven. I said you were going to get one more level up before the end, and, uh, well, here you are. Level seven's a... I mean, it, it's it's kind of nice. It's kind of exciting. I think everybody got something, right? Oh, mm-hmm. did I? I got something. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Uh, actually, I, I, I think, Mark, I think you got something particularly exciting. So, why don't we start with you? Yeah, sure. So... The biohacker has this sort of concept of... It's got this concept of fields of study. So, yeah, when you're first setting up your biohacker, you have to pick your primary field of study. And there's about seven. And I chose toxicology originally in the build. And that's that's what gives me that... Um, oh, actually, to be honest, I haven't actually used my toxicology booster that much. I've be- mainly been using just the standard kind of yeah, biohacking. The, the basic bitch booster, Yeah, right? because yeah. unfortunately, toxicology <laughs> the only works against living creatures. Yeah. So it was like, it was the wrong one to pick for a campaign where we spent half of our lives on a zombie <laughs> island. So anyway, I haven't actually been using that one very much. But um, at seventh level, I got to pick a secondary field of study. And I picked one called Thormopathy which is the study of the inherent magic that suffuses living things. So it's basically biohacks that affect um, magic casters. And like all biohack things, it's got a booster and an inhibitor, and then kind of almost like a like a daily power or a major power. And the major power lets me basically hit one of my friends with a biohack uh, that restores a spell slot, a level three, up to a level Jeez. three spell slot. Yeah. <laughs> so... I think um, Deacon is going to really love that one. Yeah, he's going to be the main new best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Do we just become best friends? We need you to stay alive forever. So don't I? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, yeah, so that's going to be useful. That's a daily sort of power. And then it's got a inhibitor. I I love the 4E terminology, by the way. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But you can only use it once a day. So, you know. Yeah, it's daily. Yeah. And then I've got an inhibitor that I can hit enemies with. which reduces their caster level and saving throws, and it increases the length of time it takes for them to cast a spell. So if it was originally a standard action, it becomes a full round action. And if it was originally a full round action, it becomes a second, uh, a two round casting time. So, so given that we're probably going to come up against the big bad and that he's got all his mosquito action, I'm anticipating that that might come in handy. Yeah, mm. so like your, your magic friends, you're their best friend and any magical enemies they just you're the biggest jerk in the world right that's that's pretty what much. I'm getting yeah <laughs> pretty much <laughs> and the other so the other thing i get at 7th level is an additional feat which is great cuz i only have 4 and I'm a bit disappointed in myself after having learned that Mari's got six and, and <laughs> no seven. No, and six. Dad's uh, six. Got six. Yeah. So got, I'm feeling no, got a little. Five. I got five. So for a while right. there it was zero, but yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> we had a bit of a level up uh, issue, but um, so anyway, for my fourth fourth feat, I chose something called Shot on the Run. Which basically Shot lets me on as a fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was wondering. I was wondering yeah. if you would. Um, so it basically lets me As if move, you then shoot, <laughs> yeah. then move. So yeah, rather than, yeah, like, I, rather than I, the I normal thing. I was looking at that thing. one. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's huge. But yeah, basically what I'm thinking is this will let me be in cover, come out, shoot, and then move to a different cover. Sort of that's the that's how I was going to potentially use this. Yeah, dude. Shut up. So that's me. Run. And then I just got your usual skills Shut and blah, 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 which wasn't very interesting. Yeah. Uh, great. So yeah, quite a bit huge. going on there. Huge! A what a level! Yeah, 
Daniel, why don't you uh, serenade us with your level up? Okay, so like, I found a little feat called. I also got a new feat, so I got five feet now. Mm -hmm. I need a lot of shoes. What a stupid <laughs> joke! Oh, uh, man, <laughs> gross. It's pretty good. The um, that was very good. So I, so for some reason, I have just neglected almost all of the feet below. I don't know. T. <laughs> and I found a little feat called a versatile, list, a versatile list. specialization, mm. which effectively allows me to add my base attack bonus or my level or whatever it is onto my damage for all of my or everything that I'm proficient with. So like, I've been doing two d8 flat damage on my uh, plasma caster, plasma bolter, whatever it is. Now I do two d8 plus seven. <laughs> How'd you miss that? I, I, like, I could have <laughs> taken this feat instead of taking the um, fighting balance feat, which I was ridiculed for. <laughs> on multiple occasions. On, yeah, multiple occasions, which, I mean, did get me out of a few scrapes, specifically in the Ferrari fight. <laughs> I could have been doing way more damage, just base damage of, of like six, because it's just your level damage. On my, on my standard melee attacks now, it's plus nine on everything I'm proficient with. Like... We'll see, you I'm wouldn't an, have been in the scrapes in the first place. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, mm. So yeah, only an idiot would take fighting balance, and that that seems to be true. Let the record show. <laughs> the, uh, the other cool thing that I'm glad, like, I almost wish I didn't take a level of soldier just so I could could have got access to this a little sooner. But uh, as an envoy or an envoy, whatever you want to call it, envoy. I have now taken improved Getem. Yes. Which Ooh. is ridiculous. Like, as a move action with a normal Getem, I can put a plus one on a target. So all my friends get a plus one to hit. With improved Getem, it becomes... Normal Getem just becomes a plus two. So I can put a plus two on people with a move action. But as a standard action, I can shoot something with the benefit of a plus two, and everyone within 60 feet, all my homeboys within 60 feet, also get that Getem. Mm. And I don't even have to hit the guy. It's just part of the standard oh. action. And then I can spend a resolve point, <laughs> and that plus two goes on to all of the enemies within 60 feet as well. Jeez. Oh, wow. It's well, insane. Well, you don't need resolve points. That's good. Just spend yeah, them, man. Right? <laughs> yeah, so I put get them on someone. Plus, That's just plus twos all around, guys. So many plus twos. So many plus twos. So, like, yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm so happy that we're now level seven. It's Do we get plus two to damage one. or just to hit? Yeah. So if I spend the resolve point, it's a plus two to damage as well. It's pretty cool. As well. Yep. Hackers, and that's with that, like all the bad guys techers. within 60 feet. Ridiculous. Hackers, techers, good. Get them all, Stuff, kill mate. them all, and let Saren Ray sort them out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And Ben, what do you got for us? All right. Uh, Deacon. Uh, well, he got a new feat. We'll talk about that. I uh, took the feat uh, Die Hard because uh, his favorite movie is Die Hard. Of course. <laughs> and just like John McClane, when he's nearly dead, he ain't out. Uh, if he goes down, he can spend an extra resolve point in the same round to jump back up into the fight without having to wait a second time. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, which Very valuable. For no reason at all. It's not like there's a big fight coming up. And uh, aside from that, <laughs> as a precog... Hey, you got to play the game, yeah. man. As a precog, um, he gets... There, there's some other like minor things that come about with level 7, like the ability... Some other things he had before that was... a If it was a move action, now it's a swift action or a reaction. Things kind of go faster for a lot of the things. I, I won't go through it. It's mainly most of the same stuff. He just can do most of the things he was doing faster, faster reaction time, like providing bonuses to friends or uh, using his uh, paradoxes, whatever he has left to affect the fight. Aside from that, he gets level three spells and some extra uh, level ones and two spells casting per day. And level three spells, he's taken uh, death, affinity, and prescience. Uh, both spells very excited about death affinity 
kind of allows you to be a little undead or at least get some benefits from and not take as many uh, negatives from fighting undead who might cause necromantic problems, which is appropriate here. And uh, prescience allows you to select a target and kind of mess with them uh, up to three times before the spell's over, which is useful uh, to kind of just mess with their their their, their action economy. And that's that's primarily what what he has going on. Um, yeah, he's excited. That's what's happening. Huge. Mm. Very cool. All right, and Mari, what's level seven look like for you? Well, level seven uh, is quite funny for me. Um, so I'm level one mystic, uh, and now I'm a level si- uh, six mechanic. Um, nice. And uh, I leveled up a couple of days ago, and then I forgot what I did. So <laughs> I was mucking around just before we started recording and uh, added feats that I didn't understand <laughs> or remember, um, only to just go back now and look to see that um, at level six, mechanics actually don't get any extra feats. They get an extra mechanic trick. And the whole reason mm-hmm. we were having trouble working out which feat I added was um, the reason we couldn't work it out was because I shouldn't have added one. So oh. instead, I added a mechanic trick. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, so I wasted everyone's time. Uh, <laughs> we quite spent a lot an of hour trying <laughs> to do this. Uh, so at level six, mechanics get a plus one to four uh, reflex will, uh, base attack bonus. Um, I got uh, a mechanic trick of overclocking, which adds a plus two to my initiative. Um, and my drone gets a plus two to the reflex save. Um, and nice. then my drone got an extra feat. So Astra didn't, the drone did. Uh, which, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wasted an hour for us. I'm sorry, guys. So the feat for the drone is mobility because Banshee's set up to be um, a ranged uh, attacker. If anyone gets Solid close, he's feet. pretty well yep. screwed. So I've given him mobility. So he gets a plus four on his AC to leave a threatened square. So he can bolt away and stay as ranged as he can. That was not for a battle that we're about to... Uh, set up for at all, yeah. is it? I, I um, took mobility a long time ago. It is a quality, high quality product. <laughs> Excellent. Well, yeah, yeah especially because he doesn't have, as well. yeah. he's got no melee weapons, so he needed yeah. to be able to escape. Same. So yeah, Bef- we've been trying to find a, a feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alright, so you are here, and you know, you knew where this ship was headed. It was headed towards Absalom Station. You knew the roundabout timeline for it, but not willing to risk that you're about to go straight forward and and, and try to shut this down before it can even get too close to Absalom. Mm. Cut the head off the snake, as it were. Yeah. And I mean, you don't know if you're going to get another moment to yourselves. How's how, how How are we all feeling in this moment? I'll hand it over to you guys. So... Like just based on the on the fact that we've fought some Eoxians, Burzen is he's just kind of getting angrier and angrier about it. The fact that he's yet again dealing with this Eoxian threat, just always trying to destabilize packed space, working in the shadows to try and fuck shit up. Yeah, and like just evil magic users. This is the this this is the thing he was trained for when he was in the military was to be part of this special special forces unit to take out evil magic users that are trying to take over planets or space stations or whatever. Mm. He thought he was out of it. He spent probably like at least a good 12 years not being in that world and he's just he's been sucked straight back in. And he's lost more people under his command now due to more of these jerks. Yeah. So they've taken his life away. Like they've actually taken people's lives, like, and they're threatening, essentially threatening the universe. They're threatening his home and people he loves. Like Leia's on Absalom Station, and last he knew, she was unconscious, but she was alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then his mum lives on Verses. He wants to make sure that this doesn't reach there, and he's on the run. Like he's got, he literally has nothing else to lose at this point. Like, mm. if he can, if he can stop these guys, if it costs his life. He's coming to terms with that. So he's just... This grim determination just kind of sets in. Yeah. 
in his mind, it's probably a one-way trip. There, there's probably no coming back from this. But if he can, if he can stop it, then at least it won't be in vain. Yeah. Sawbones is coming from a bit of a different place, like not having ties and family and a big group of people threatened. I think puts a different spin on it, right? Like there's still there's still the the broader kind of threat of Absalom and and the universe and and all of those sorts of things. But I guess Sawbones has always been a bit more detached from kind of the things that are happening and sort of a bit more of an of an observer through it not 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 like obviously involved and participating and those sorts of things but it's it's sort of he's always felt a little step removed i think so i think sawbones isn't thinking that this is a one-way trip for him like he's got a high amount of confidence and belief <laughs> that we're going to get through it <laughs> I mean, he's he's Mr. Teflon, right? He, he never gets yeah. touched. So. Totally, totally, yeah, right. and and you know, quite optimistic. And I guess, um, I mean, Sorbos has never dealt with anything like what we dealt with on um, on Absalom. Uh, sorry, not on Absalom, on Tabard Minor. Um, yeah, and I don't know if you remember the first few episodes, but like Sawbones' approach to combat, very timid, very like dropping smoke bombs and running and all of that sort of stuff, right? <laughs> um, oh, yes, I, I yes he was. Yeah, Tom loves the old smoke bomb combat. <laughs> and I think through the you know the experience on Tabard Minor, there's been like a lot of confidence. It's been quite confidence building for Sawbones in terms of his own ability and and kind of yeah. aggressiveness and able to handle himself and all of those sorts of things. So. I think Sawbones is feeling, you know, there's a lot of weight and there's a lot of fear, but but there's an underlying sense of optimism and also just confidence in the team and yeah. the way we work together. So that's where Sawbones has come from. The other the other thing that I think is going on is like, don't forget, Sawbones is very interested in the medical field and genetics and biology and kind of being on this ship seeing just this crate this the, the, you know the mutants being generated and the biomass and like all of that sort of stuff that's going on there's a real kind of morbid curiosity or not even morbid mm. like it's, a, it's really like, like yeah it's really like, like tweaking in a candy that. store sort of thing yeah. Like, yeah 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 actually seeing all of this shit that he's never seen before being a delivery driver and kind of being amongst all this medical equipment it's kind of reminding sawbones of that passion and curiosity that he's got on, on how it all works. So taking every opportunity to scan and gather information and, and sort of try to really understand the situation that's going on here from a biological perspective. And Mari, how's Astra feeling? She's more going at it from a, a spiritual outlook, I guess. She's um, yeah. She was kind of called to this from her love of space. She was born in space. She grew up knowing the stars and and spending most of her childhood staring out into the abyss and, and knowing just what an impact Desna, the goddess of, you know, travel and journeys and and, um, and luck and, and knowing that she called to her, like that Desna called to Astra saying that, you know, I've finally found my, my big ne- nemesis, my, my main problem, the, the thing that um, Desna feels like she did wrong and needs to write you know the fact that she's reached out and said i need help with this um and it's not something that she can can do that um yeah. astra feels compelled to help as best she can with everything she's got so mm. she's committed to making sure that this portal to the gods doesn't open um yeah as, as far as she's concerned destiny's put her here so that she can do whatever ne- is necessary to stop that. Like, like it's a it's a real war of the gods for her. It's not so much a who's left behind or like a personal problem. It's more a universal problem. It's a it's a, a god battle, and she's in the she's a you know a, a combat a combatant a servant. Yeah. Um, and she she's needs become, to. She's do become this. a real zealot. <laughs> she has, yeah. And you know, getting out of the gelatinous cube. Um, alive. <laughs> ship you mind, know, yeah. The ship mind, and knowing that she's not far off finding where she suspects Glaunda is. At least stopping Glaunda's main servant. At the very least, she needs to do that to help tip the scales in Destiny's favour. So, yeah. yeah, it's a very different view from from um, both Sawbones and and the Cap. So, yeah. 
Yeah, she's um just kind of rubbing that white goop all over her, trying to get those burns down. <laughs> um, <laughs> the edible paste. The, and, um, the protein paste, yeah. The protein paste and thinking, yes, how she's asked Desna a lot for help in her lifetime and how, you know, she's finally feeling like she's got a path and, and giving back and she's nearly there. Just yeah. a little more. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe Desna can help us for a change, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that would be amazing. Give some divine intervention or something. Bloody God. Like, <laughs> in that main <laughs> section where we think our big bad Kuldiran is, you know, he is... He's made a deal with Glonda. He is either, you know, he is either his first in charge, like his right-hand man, or he has got some sort of strange deal going on that's going to mean that, yeah, Glonda is going to screw over Desna. Like he's been planning this whole time. So yeah, we've got we've got to stop it. Yeah, fair so, enough. Yeah, Ben, he's sitting there with his lighter, kind of like flicking it up and down. thinking about the things that brought him here the nightmares that he had as a kid always taking place on Absalom's station with a bunch of giant mosquitoes and people dying and I think you know he's learned to harness some of that power that he has to affect timelines that occur to see what might happen it's kind of taught him that I know there's always a lingering question probably in the back of his head of whether or not he can prevent things or is he just manipulating things and things are just going to keep happening so I think there's that going through his head yeah is it prophecy mm. or is it like yeah changeable sort of thing yeah mm. it's like weird yeah did he put himself on this path to get here or was this path preordained mm. but, yeah so like the decisions he's making are bringing him to this point yeah regardless like yeah I think before he left, I think he has a like a set email of all the stuff that he wants to tell Cerise or, or Anya's parents, basically their family, yeah, to talk about what happened to the to their kid. I think as a bounty hunter, knowing that he's putting himself in kind of like danger on a regular basis, he probably has a few letters that are ready to go auto go out if he doesn't keep putting a code in basically that just says like you know stall yeah, you know pushing yeah, the button yeah. in in the hatch yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. time release to his uh, friends and family i mean he has his dad's gun so whether or not they know what he's doing he he's doing it for them and there's also that element of like i don't think deacon really believes in uh, a deity's plans but i do think that he believes in the power of gods and so one god cured him of a curse that another god put on him. Yeah. And another god's bound him together with this group of people. Yeah. It feels like you are a very significant pawn in the gods game, doesn't it? Or at the very least, I'm just, we're, we're all part of that, right? Mm. And I don't know. I think I think there's something, he's not part of the group, but he's, he's hoping he would be, I guess, an element of that. I think he's like, he, yeah. as he's sitting there with a 10 minute rest, relaxing after that fight like lights up one more of those space cigarettes mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as it looks around everybody it's, yeah like the amber just lights up yeah, in, yeah. The, in the like semi darkness yeah, yeah and then when he's <laughs> then when he's ready yeah he'll um put it out on the ship itself and just like stand Ooh. up and ready to go you know? <laughs> and you hear a tiny little scream yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so um captain Burzen. Yeah, Burzen's just like sitting there, going through his weapons, making sure everything's locked and loaded, and the sights are clear. Yeah, yeah. Like he's, yeah. he keeps calling the sintered Thrun blade into his hand. It's like shung. I just like think you're like away. tossing it shung. up in the air, like like away from you, and then tunk, pulling it back. Like, yeah, mid-air just throwing it away and then calling it back. Just yeah, making sure everything's good to go, everything's clear and yeah. set. So those Eoxians were fucking something else, mate. I haven't seen or or fought against anything even remotely as creepy as that. Like the the zombies that we were fighting were, were scary, but you could sort of, you know, you could see what they were. Um, yeah, mindless, we, we, undead. Yeah, those Eoxians are like creepy and weird and freaky. Like it, 
you you fought a fair few of them, didn't you, back in the day? Yeah, yeah, I did. I'm imagining we're going to come up against a whole lot more of them. Are there? Have you got any tips or like any tactics, or is it, is it just fucking blast them as hard as you can? I mean, the thing that makes them such a hard enemy to fight is they're already dead, right? Aye, but like, are they scared of crosses or silver or <laughs> anything, or is it there's no like? Garlic. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're already dead. You just got to make sure they stay down. So I know. I, I felt it at a real disadvantage because my, my syringes were having a hard time getting into their, their bones. You know, I yeah. had to whip out the real pointy, sharp, tough ones to get in. I mean, what can I say? Sawbones, they're, they're already dead. So you just got to do as much damage as you possibly can in a short period of time to make sure they go down. Aye. I'll tell you, right now, when, when I was facing off against them, they... I had a unit, squad, a platoon of troops. We were all always heavily armored and heavily armed. Mm. What about what about uh, what about you, Deacon? Have you had to bounty hunter any oxygen before? Maybe one, one or two, but I don't really, I don't really kill in my line of work unless I have to. Mostly, it's just trapping. Oh, true. True. Well, I'm not looking forward to the next, uh, however long it takes us to to get to the bridge. Is that is that what we're doing next? Is that is that the plan? Do you think we've taken out the engines and I think we've bought ourselves some time? Um, are we just going straight to the straight for the head? Yeah, cut the head off the snake, the undead asshole snake. <laughs> aye, aye. All right. Well, shall we then? Uh, Burzen just, he, he nods at Sawbones, he looks over at Deacon, but then he, he looks over at Astra. Astra, are you ready? You're being pretty quiet over there. Yeah, well, I tell you, I mean, this white paste is good and all, but the burns still hurt. Uh, <laughs> look, yeah. I'm as ready as I'll ever be, but I don't know, I think there's something more. I think, uh, I think we're really going to have a tough time getting to the bridge and, and stopping them. Like, any advantage we can have. I don't know. She's just sort of like polishing up Banshee because he's had a pretty rough time too. He's still not healed from all the damage he took before we even started on the meat ship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Ferrari so, fight, yeah. Yeah, I know, right? So he, he's still not full. Um, I think that, yeah, she thought she would have seen or, or had more signs from from Desna by now. Um, sort of more guidance to know that she's on the right track and that Glandra is nearby. She's wondering if maybe the reason that Desna has sort of uh, stopped communicating since. I mean, she's she's tried a couple of times recently and... She just can't get through to the connection she used to have. She, well, in honesty, I rolled like under 10, both like the last two meditations I had. So it's probably so mechanically a me thing. and narratively. Mechanically, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, has she said this out loud, um, her worries? I don't think she has. Like, I don't think she would have broadcast that she's had trouble connecting to Desna. The, the part where she's like, there should be more to this. Yeah, I think she will have said that part. Yeah, it's... Why is she quiet now of all of the times? Is it quiet because we're on the right track? Is she quiet so that we don't spook Glonda before we get to the right place? Like she's got a lot going on right now thinking, yeah, are we going the wrong way? Are we like, why are we not getting the guidance that we need at a time that we obviously need it? So yeah, she's just trying to think of what we're missing. No, because we're cut off. Like we're in, we're, Deep behind enemy lines. If she would, yeah, no, but if she were to reach out to us now, it might give it away. Yeah, you know what I mean. They might send something. Exactly. So why didn't she say something beforehand? Or maybe like has Glondra already made his move? Are we too late? Like, what is what's going on on a divine level? Like I haven't haven't worked that out yet. Oh, maybe you should have rolled better, Mari, just I like know, on the ships right? with your perception <laughs> checks. I know, but it, it's interesting to... <laughs> yeah, blow it down. 
I don't know, Mr. I can't <laughs> bloody ask the question about Ferrari being like, are you genuinely warning us? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, you just you got to know, if we're going to do this, we're probably not going to make it out. We, we don't have an escape plan here. There's no, there's no going back, okay? So make your peace with your gods or whatever you do. Make sure you're ready to go. Check your I, weapons. I thought we were going to hijack the, yeah, the nah, meat man. ship. I was kind of hoping we could... What you, why are you being so bleak, man? We got in a fucking spaceship. We're just going to go <laughs> kill the guys driving it, and then we're going to take Either it. Either we don't make it, and then it's a fight, like a losing fight with some horrible consequences, or we make it, and we get off this ship, and we have a drink, and we celebrate the fuck <laughs> out of this. That's what's up. Well, we really haven't had much of a plan, like since this all started when you think about it like what was our plan for Tabard Minor it's always changing don't worry there was no plan for Tabard Minor that's what I'm saying we never have one looks like somebody needs an inspiring boost think about this (laughs) oh you're gonna make it buddy we got your back we all believe in you we all believe in you lead us out A B don't be so bleak A B (laughs) P. <laughs> a. B. P. Okay, guys, guys, a. guys. P. P. Behind enemy lines. <laughs> Just lie down, Captain. You'll immediately feel yeah, you'll better. you'll feel safer <laughs> in true. the warm embrace of the meat start ship. Start rolling around. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll start, I'll start crawling. No, but seriously, guys. <laughs> you would have a, trying to have a real moment there. So. <laughs> I, I, I really wish I shared your optimism, but I, where we are and what we've got ahead of us i just you know unless unless calderon is sitting there by himself meditating on something we can just you know sneak up on him and take him out i don't see this being a in and out kind of job so oh come on cap fortune favors the bold you know it we've, yeah. we've faced odds like this before keep saying that hey guys i'll i'll, made, I'll motivate you and that'll motivate me okay so We'll say something inspiring then rather than we're all going to die, Captain. I have to say, <laughs> yeah, these speeches like, are going downhill. We're going to make it. Uh, we're totally not going to die. We got this. <laughs> That's usually how they go. Or go get him. Yeah. Sure. No? Go get sure, Okay. I'm, I'm just trying to be pragmatic and realistic. But if, if that's what you want, then I'm, I'm here to give it to you. So... <laughs> Guys, lock and load. Put your game faces on. Now let's go and win this day. Now we're talking. That's more like it. There we go. Feel better already. Did you have some of the protein paste? You're sounding more like you now. <laughs> he just like runs a finger across your face. <laughs> <laughs> Everything the body needs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it still burns. Oh, oh sorry. Like, I have to sorry, wipe it back sorry. over. Okay, so yeah, at this point, I guess as a part of this 10 minute rest, you would probably, you know, have a bit of a chat about where you're at and what your next steps might be. Because now, especially if your presence has been alerted, then you might have need to, they alerted, though? you know, strategize a little bit more. Come on, we killed lots of people. Mari, Look at your hands. We, I'm optimistic. We took out the ship mind. <laughs> exactly. So they know yeah. that the ship mine self-destructed. We talk about because that because they for were so bad. So the Let's ship, do it. the ship mine, right? Does that mm. is, is the ship now not moving? Basically, Correct. adrift. You know. Yep. Do we <coughs> notice any? Why the fuck are you answering this question? Because <laughs> I wanna. All right, I'm gonna mute myself. Uh, no, sure. I, I, there's a good chance I remember it. I, I did. Re- say that when it was taken out you did feel uh, a sudden uh, slight but sudden loss of momentum and do we notice yeah she's pointing Mari's at, she's pointing at pointing her notes, to her notes. <laughs> yeah. um, and do we notice like any muting other muting yourself didn't alter the contributions to the, <laughs> to the chat as <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> anything um, do we notice any other effects like is there like a red alert klaxon going off are there troops running around is there like anti-gravity like fluctuating? Like how fucked is this ship that we're on? 
In terms of troop movements and alarms and things like that, there hasn't been any obvious alarms that uh, have been tripped that you guys are aware of. And so far, the only wandering troops you've encountered were the ones that you literally just saw then. Okay. Mm. So you can't, at the moment, you can't hear anything else. The troops that we ran into, did they look like they were a scouting crew that were out and about because of the, the you know, the lack of engine? Or did they look like they were just, you know, out yeah, on a stroll a, heading to just Mass? Just a patrol. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. We didn't ask any mm. questions. We just started firing wildly. Uh, so <laughs> I guess yeah, I we did. turn to y'all and I say, um, well, it seems like, seems like the ship has been affected by what we did, but it doesn't seem like any of the crew are freaking out, which means yeah, might not be right. totally effed, but we could maybe use this? I don't know. Uh, right now, we're still a little under the radar, but they're aware something's happening, you know? Mm. Sure, sure. Well, Why I mean, aren't they it? worried? Good question. Maybe they haven't. Maybe they got another ship mind or something. Could you know? be. Who knows? Well, you just like roll one of those in, like what you do with the with just the, with the, the core? ship's mind. It's a ship spare. mind. Maybe they've got. Hey, maybe it's got <laughs> two. It had two minds. It was in two minds. Who knows? <laughs> do we think that now is an appropriate time to be attacking the bridge? So either we we make a full frontal assault at Calderon where we assume he's at the bridge, or we try and pull people off or pull him off and attack somewhere else. Excuse me? Hey, living. hey, freezing, hey. <laughs> freezing. All right, all right. Uh, or attack them <laughs> in his living quarters, maybe, or something like that. I don't know. It depends on knowing where he is. In his dying quarters? His dying quarters, his <laughs> anti-life quarters. Yeah. All right, so to, to kind of break it down for you guys in terms of uh, you know where you're at, currently looking at the schematics, this ship is really big, but the majority of the space is taken up by these pod areas. And yeah, then like this central, yeah, this central pod area, which was different from the biopods. And then also the engine room and the bridge area. Really, in terms of major places that you haven't been, it's the cent- center of the ship and also the bridge area mm, okay. is where you haven't been. You know the section of the um, ship that was dedicated to the opening portals to another realm? Uh-huh. Did it look like there was a an energy source or a something that we can screw up to make it so that portal to another realm couldn't yeah, they work? They can't escape, yeah. The Looking at the, the schematics originally, what you noticed was essentially everything is attached to that. There's no one central system. It's like, oh, there's the battery for the portal. It's literally everything is attached to it. So something like that would require extraordinary amounts of power. Is there like a an access room to it? Like a, a particular pathway that they would have to take to get to the portal? It's pretty much up where the bridge is. So you pretty well walk off the bridge and sort of like down a hallway and you're in the yeah, it's in that to another area. dimension. So there's like four areas of the ship, right? There's the the warehouse area, there's the engine ship mind area, there's the bridge, and then there's yeah, there's the middle area that we haven't been to. So and there's no there's no like discerning features or description other than midsection of the ship, right? Yeah, so what they've got is they've got the two pods of the the things that they're growing. We're pretty sure that they have another like group of superhuman battle bots that they're ready to drop. Not battle bots, but you know, battle, battle dead guys yep. um, mm-hmm. ready to drop. And I would pretty well guarantee it's in the central section. Well, we got we got to make a choice. What do y'all want to do now? Yeah. Do we want to wait? Do we want to try and be sly and do other things? either attacking other parts of the ship or leading people away? Or do we want to just go straight up to the bridge and make like sneak in and make an attack? <clears throat> I don't know if there's really any other. I vote for the bridge. Okay. <laughs> Sawbones right away. Yeah. Fortune favors the bold. I say let's go for him. So what I'll say is, you know, you're taking this time to really look at things and everything. This ship as we said, it's not laid out like a regular ship. It's yeah. very simple, single purpose. 
you cannot access the forward of the ship without going through the center. Oh, so we, oh, so have, we have to, to go, go through, through the middle to get to the bridge. Okay, so... Oh, well, then that's it. That's what we got to do. Okay. So, y'all want to... Y'all want to go straight ahead, or do you want to do any kind of shifty plan ahead of time? Yeah, I mean, if there's nothing, if there's no other things that we can identify to hit before we move, I say we just move ahead as stealthily as we can. Keep sneaking around, by, try to bypass some dudes if we see them, or like sure. even if we have to take them out, we have to take them out. But if we have to move through the middle to get to the front, that's what we have to do. So sneaking on in, that's my mm. that's my vote. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Keep our heads down, eyes on the prize. Don't get distracted. Keep our composure. Gotcha. So ins- so inspired. All right. These sawbones drop to prone and start rolling everywhere. No, no, hey, no, that's too, that's <laughs> yeah, too all, sneaky. We all drop prone. Too slow. That's the way we no, travel guys, from guys, now on. Guys, We've been guys, following hey, you, Captain. No, as we all, no, like, no. <laughs> as we all uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, crawl across guys, the deck. Hey, B, P. Hey, what are beep, you doing? Beep, no. Beep, beep. no, guys. All right, everybody, please give me stealth checks if you are stealthing. We to are, the yeah. Oh, to it's a natural twenty. Oh, that's not great. Nice. Uh, Eighteen. Thirty-four. Jeez. I give some of mine to Daniel. Um, a twenty-six <laughs> for Astra. Bump it up to a twenty. And a eighteen. Sorry, a nineteen for Banshee. Okay. Twenty-nine. Jeez, this is just, so. You guys really are just all army crawling and. Burzens. Yeah. Hey, B, come down here. Stop chanting. What are you doing? Like, seriously, this is working. Come down. You head back to the area where you had this battle before and everything's still quiet. The bodies are where they've been left and everything is as it is. Uh, To continue on to the center portion of the ship uh, would require another series of checks, please. Stealthing it up. 14. Oh, Natty, 20. Uh, actually, that's not too bad. Astra got a 20, but Banshee got a 12. Oh, Jesus. 22. 33. As you guys move up to where you know the central section to be, you, you're kind of moving through a very large passageway that's maybe... 40 or 50 feet across and just as high as well. Oh, jeez. Again, it's this kind of circular shape. It, it's it's quite organic. The walls are just this dark, fleshy nastiness. It is still quite dark in here, but then you see that you are nearing the end of this corridor. As you're moving up and your eyes adjust, you can see that there is a set of large man-made steel doors that are shut, and you can see that the ship itself has is almost like it's grown around them, mm. like Ooh. around the edges of it. Yeah. So it's like this door frame that's got this flesh and this organic material encroaching on it, and then attached to this frame are these large heavy well like blast doors essentially that you'd see on a starship you know on an airlock or something like that and uh, you can see off to the side there's a control panel that's really creepy is there a smaller door anywhere or is it just these giant doors just this this is what where it ends up is it a traditional like electronic control panel or because it's a biological ship is it more like some sort of like biological interface what does that yeah, remind so me of a game? You move up to it and you can see that it looks like regular controls that you'd see, you know, in a space station, on a starship. You know, this mm. is stuff that you are familiar with. Maybe we're heading into like the actual ship part of the ship. You know what yeah. I mean? I, yeah. I grab my uh, smuggler hacking tools and I toss it over to, to Astra. We've been doing this for I'm a while catch now. It. Without even looking, I, I catch that one out of the air and um, head on over to the control panel and, like, signal every... Well, I don't even need to signal you guys to get to the wall because I know you're doing it. Yeah, guns yeah. out. Everyone's... Yeah. 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 One hand with the control panel, one hand on my... No, well, no, I want the range. I'm going to go for my trusty uh, ranged laser pistol uh, and I'm going to roll a computer or engineering? Come on, Mari. You need two hands. 
hands. Okay, like fine. the idea that All you right. put the gun though in your like like in the mouth, you're like in your teeth, bite onto it. You're like, yes, yes. Yeah, Buzz is gonna follow Astro over to the computer panel to see if he can assist at all. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, is this engineering or computers? Uh, this would be computers, please. This is a digital control panel. Computers. Okie dokie. Come on, Red. Buzz and assists. All right, that is 15 plus 15. That's a 30. Plus four. 32. Plus two. Yeah. Ooh, that's a 36. 36? Yeah. Jesus. So as you go up to this and you, you know, Burson's helping you out and you start using these smugglers tools as well in order to aid you in doing this with no weapon in my as hands as you <laughs> you turn it on and you start accessing it you realize that you don't actually need to do any of that it's quite simple it's just like an open close prompt oh my god i could just press yeah. the button they're not expecting any resistance or any infiltration going yeah. on it's just like yeah. we're we're golden here let's go yeah. Then yeah. let's keep keep stealth it you know yeah all right boop open and the doors groan as they open. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was so loud. And these are like huge, huge doors as well. I quickly you draw just my weapon. Feel this wet, humid heat just kind of flow over you as this hot air just tumbles out and washes over you, and mm. like the that like that that smell again. Yeah, but it, it smells a little bit different this time. Maybe not quite as like spoiled meat, but it, it, it smells like a stale version of that. Oh. As if that scent was present, but has since been suppressed, perhaps. What? As you look through, you can see before you a conical room that extends up easily 100 feet. And you can see stepping all the way up to the roof are these pods. And they look to be similar in design to an escape pod. Ooh. And these things are just stacked up, kind of like the, you know, like the Senate Hall in Star Wars. Yeah, they're they're stacked up exactly like that. And you can see that as well. This area is completely mechanical, like a traditional starship. Yeah. Yeah, okay. The the fleshy part kind of finishes back like uh, where the this doorway. door was. That's yeah. almost like it's it's the border there. And it, it also kind of extends down a little bit. So you can't see any like floor section where you are. Uh, but yeah, you can see like all of these things stacked up to the sides. How many pods are there? Uh, there's thousands, I'd imagine. Countless. Easily a thousand. But they're yeah. clearly escape pods. No, I'm saying they're similar in design to that in that they yeah, look they're like to be attack small. pods or something. And yeah. they've got it, like it, a t- engines fill them up attached. With bad guys. Yeah. yeah, and like shoot them what? into Absalom Station when they get to so it. So we got to like they fast. pierce the station, <laughs> they pierce them and then they get out. Yeah. Oh, who knows? Mm. Yeah, yeah, you could move up to them and you could uh, inspect them. You're going this way anyway, so Sure. Would you like to move have, in? Have a quick look at them. Okay, great. So you guys move forward. As you do, you can see down as well and it the, the path that you would need to take is you head down and then across this center area and then uh, back up towards the opposite side of this. As you get closer to these pods looking over, you can see that on the top of them, they have a large funnel as if like a rocket engine attached to the top of these. And then down at the base, they've got this reinforced tip on them. Yeah. And yep. they're, they're kind of like locked into the walls. And then below that, there's a, a like a circular opening. So each of these is on like a step. And there's this circular, uh, almost like a like an aperture uh, thing yep. on a camera. Like a... a t- yeah. Like you, a, is that a correct? Twist, yeah, like a twisty door thing that opens and closes. Ching! Yeah, yeah. That yeah. would open and yep. then for, to allow this, this thing passage. Right. Yeah. So like it's got the it's got the reinforce it's like it's a breaching pod. It'll like bust into whatever you're attacking and then unleash whatever's inside. Yeah. Yeah. One, terrifying. Two, fucking cool as shit, Tom. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, um, very much so. So and like it, this is pretty much it like this is the entire room, it's just these things. Like going up. Uh-huh. Like Is it uh, conically up to the ceiling. No no no, Co- yeah, no conical yeah. so the it's, opposite. It's direction. like a funnel. Oh, yeah, like a fun- it funnels okay, yeah. down. Yeah. We're in yeah. the little bit down the bottom, and it yeah. goes okay, up we're around up. us. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. 
So we're walking mm-hmm. like through the center Super of this horrifying. giant like amphitheater. I'm feeling like yeah. we're yeah. easily spottable, and, and Deacon's like, okay, oh, let's, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, uh, get out of here. <laughs> Is there any um, like computer interface or like system that looks like it runs these pods? Uh, from where you are, you can't see any, but these pods do have a door on them, and there is a panel like on the door. Okay, I'm g- can I go up and have a... facilitate opening and closing. Yeah, I want to just go and have a look and see if it has access to data from all of the other pods or, like, how do they cooperate with each other? Does one pod have to tell another pod, like, where it's launching so that it knows where it is? Or, like, can you get them to, like, abort launches? Or, like, how do they interact? Yeah, you head up to it and, yeah, you can see there's this quite rudimentary control panel on it. It does have a small display on it. If you wanted to, you could turn it on, attempt to access it. Yeah. Okay, great, cool. So you tap the screen or tap, you know, one of the buttons or something and and it turns on and it simply says that it is primed and ready for launch. Mm. Okay. Uh, is there any way of interacting with that interface? Like, can I change its orders or, like, see how that system like can I get behind the scenes and and see how that works you know look at the code uh this is like a pretty basic sort of thing uh you might be able to access it with your personal computer to you know kind of hack into it and see if you could hack it remote hack it can I I see Astra like attempting to do this can I turn yeah do it like Astra. You know I've gone into my little rabbit hole I've seen something. I I know I know you really (laughs) like to look into stuff but like Best case scenario, you find out more information about these things. But also, we're here to stop everything from happening. And worst case, you trip an alarm or any kind of notification that someone's down here messing. You know, not not like, I I, I don't want to like, I just don't know what we're going to gain here aside from minor information that we already... You're you're a curious cat. We know that. Astra (laughs) is a curious cat. (laughs) <laughs> I was just going to see, can I, like, get them all to launch? Like, I, if we can get rid of all these pods now, that, like, it, get the, them the out. The ship will still crash or the god creature that's going to get summoned is still going to get summoned. <laughs> so I feel like we got the, like, the main coming. thing is <laughs> we got to keep going. I, it might help a little, but, like, you know what would really help is uh, uh, murdering Calderon and Killing stopping the bad guy. this guy yeah. from Killing coming this guy. in the first, well, and I also mean... stopping them from launching because we stopped them. <laughs> well, I mean, there is that, but you'd, you'd think that there would be a central area that would just be like launch pods. Yeah, I'd, I don't. Yeah, of like going, it going seems to like these are like, like oh, point and click as simple as possible. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I I don't I don't know if and even if it is, you might have to go into every single one individual. I still don't even know yeah, yeah. what the the goal is you know what I mean literally just to launch them before they get there so that they have no way of getting their their soldiers deployed as they wanted but if we do that then there's no way we're going to get to the bridge and we're going to get swarmed in this room and surrounded and murdered well I mean I was making chaos but you're right it's the only way in so let's let's keep going Astro like just looks down at the ground gives it a little kick of the pod (laughs) (laughs) just like a little boot on the way past all right. Well, uh, first the lab As you coat. kick the pod, <laughs> and the oh, no. pod. Uh, you oh. see the... <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm it was kidding. a flavor kick. It's for flavor. <laughs> it's for flavor. Yep. The, the thing opens, creating a vacuum, and you all get sucked out uh, with the pod. Oh, no. Can we reprogram these pods to launch into the front bridge? Now, if you think you can get that done, that's first. worth investigating. I like that. I like that. That's fucking cool. Uh, Astra, give me a piloting check. Hey, hey okay. that's just so crazy. It might work. <laughs> well, being that my piloting's quite If you good. could reprogram them all to launch and then turn around and fire on this yeah. ship and just tear <laughs> holles in the ship and yeah. for us oh, to arrive that, on that, the bridge. That's, yeah. that's worth yes. all of the checks. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then they yes. do a three, or like, yeah, 360 and then just right back into it in different <laughs> angles. <laughs> that was a 34... So your knowledge of these rocket pods, essentially, are they're, they're like missiles. They don't have any other kind of thrust to control or anything like that. It's a, it's, they're very cheap 
and they're mass produced and the idea is that you line up with whatever yeah. it is you, just you know in the military or something that might be used in like a like a halo sort of thing you know they just shoot down and then they either hit their target or they might you know maybe like a like a, a parachute's released or something like that to slow its descent or they could be used as a breaching pod as well okay these particular models given that they've got a big pointy bit on the end are probably breaching pods yeah uh, but flying it isn't really a thing is there a way that I could get some sort of steering telemetry into the giant rocket thing? Like, if I could spend... <laughs> I mean... Come on! Like, if we could... You can, you can take as much time as you want to, to attempt this stuff, but the it's just going to take you time. Like, yeah, sure, you could try, but yep. it will it's going to take Eating you a long time. time. And plus, you'd have to open it. Yep. So, I mean, you can open it if you want to. Would you like to open it? This, I mean, oh, no, because it's, the, it's got pre, they, they're preloaded with yeah, bad they're guys. Yeah, preloaded with bad guys. Yeah, no, that's um, yeah, no, I don't want to. Sure, you can confirm that by opening it up. <laughs> I, hey, I'm just, I'm all. Can for I just look it. through the I'm window? I'm moving forward, and uh, after that conversation, because these curious dum dums behind me are making me itchy. <laughs> <laughs> My trigger fingers itchy, <laughs> and I feel like <laughs> just see Sawbones reach up and press the open button. <gasps> No. no, you didn't. Damn it. Oh, no. I think this Come is on, we're all curious. I want to do the thing with the <laughs> no, flying no, into the bridge. Oh, it's not going to work. Okay. Wild card. All right. Wild card has pressed the button and... Okay. I mean... All right. Um, Sawbones presses the button to open these things. <laughs> Everybody immediately dies. Keep in mind that, that um, Deacon has already started to walk down the hallway, so yep. he's the furthest away. <laughs> sure. I'm standing okay. there with the interface going like this, and he's just reached in with his little rat hand and gone... You see that there's a little button that goes from uh, green to red. It goes... And then the door goes... <gasps> and it opens up and clicks open. like Sawbones. What did you do? Hey, what, what was that sound? Wait. Popped up, popped open. Everybody, quick. And can be opened. What do you mean? Hang on, what do you mean? It's like half open? Yeah, it's like, yeah. So, so you can it's now essentially open like it. a... A skull door. Yep, so right. now you would have to be, it would have to be pulled open. What sort of shitty fucking ship is this? What shitty ship is this where you have to open it four, manually by hand? Three. I'm opening it manually two, by hand. Like, I've got, come on. Well, I've got my weapon drawn. One, and fucking hell, I man. turn around. Uh, he Burzen, opens it up. No yeah, one's stopping Burzen, him. Burzen was walking okay. with Deacon. You open the door. Okay, yeah, so I'm just standing right. there. You oh, open the door. As I'm opening it, you just hear me say, I haven't manually opened a door on a starship since <laughs> fucking 2712. What year is okay, it? Okay, you, you open this door, and as you do, you're faced with a pair of the most horrific-looking creatures you have ever seen. There are two of these things standing. They are covered in this, like, carapace-like uh, armor as similar to the Capaxis, <laughs> but their faces are this amalgamation of multiple different oh, races. And you can so see sad. that they have these long appendages on their on their arms as if like claws for slashing. And you see as this door opens up, Sawbones is holding it open. You see their eyes open. <laughs> you just see Sawbones go, hello, and he slams the door shut real quick. Uh, it doesn't work like that, buddy. Everybody needs to roll for initiative. Oh. oh, man, I, I love this. Thought, I love this. I fully so thought cool. that they were going to open and that they'd be empty. I got a natural 20 again. Why am I wasting it on fucking... Let me hear those initiatives. <laughs> I got a 24. 16. 16. Don't be okay. so disappointed. This is, this is amazing. 18. Hey, we all would have been disappointed with ourselves if we didn't I, I, actually I, yeah, have exactly. a look, right? I'm, I'm, Come on. I yeah. knew. Like, I wrote it down. No, you I, didn't. I, you had I no also, idea. I also thought they would have been empty. I thought they were waiting to put them in here. Okay. Astra, you are first to act. <laughs> okay, I'm going to use my move action to close mm -hmm. the door. With yep, you reach across, you grab it, shut the door. Yep, reach across, grab it, slam it as hard as I can and jam my hand on the button and look down at uh, at um, <laughs> Sawbones and go, what the fuck? As you shut the door, you press the button, you hear the locks engage, 
and the thing turns to green again. Oh. And you just hear this boom, 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 boom. This banging on the edge. Doom, doom. Oh, we uh, should probably doom, leave. We should doom, probably doom, go right should now. Should we launch this one? Doom, doom, doom. What do you reckon? Uh, doom, uh, should we just launch I was going to hear him knocking. Was, Come on. Just, guys, there was no launch can, control in come this. On. Oh, my God. But can't I just like... Oh, okay. We heard someone say... We should go. We heard him talk about opening a manual door walk back and see what the fuck's going on and say, just fucking come. You see me, like, Astra's, like, white as a ghost, which, I mean, she's already really bloody pale anyway. She's just, like, everything <laughs> is, like... She goes yeah, see-through. she's <laughs> absolutely see-through. Hand, like, slammed on the button, like, just mm-hmm. staring daggers down at Sawbones. Yeah. Oh, don't be mad. At least we know now what we're dealing with, right? <laughs> they looked very scary, and we should definitely Every not open any more doors. Single. Did you get a chance to scan them, Sawbones? <laughs> no, two. I didn't, because old mate here shut the door before I could fucking scan them. There are two. In every pod. Let's get moving. I know. And stop risking yeah, the future of our society go, go, go on. on a curious fucking idea to check a goddamn Sorry. room. Hey, oh we all know now. We're better off. We're not be better off. They're oh making gosh. noise and we got to get out. We're distinctly worse off. Uh, and if Astro hadn't been fast enough, My own you motivation has increased significantly. I just I'm feel just like grab, we're all um, more motivated like now. It's okay. Of the back of the head, like just oh, at the back of his. Oh, that's not. That's me like scruff, Maxie. <laughs> Only me mummy can down. touch me there. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> we got to right. go. You start dragging him along and you head down the stairs, down towards the central area of this. <laughs> As you do, the banging on the side starts to fade. Dum, 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 dum. Look, they're yeah. going back to, the to sleep. It's okay. No. They're fading because we're walking away. Do you not yeah. know how sound works? <laughs> like, Jesus, Sawbones. And you head <laughs> back up the stairs on the other side and you're faced with a similar set of large doors as you did when you uh, when you first came in. Well, this is I'm just going to try and push it. Big, yeah. this, yep. this is, I told you, I told you that whole center part. It's This is, this is 2,000 scary motherfuckers like that. We got to go. And I just slam the next button to open the doors. Yep, you do so. Doors open again. You head through, close the doors behind you. And as you move into this next part, you can see that the ship is almost like you're looking at the walls and it's not quite a resumption of this organic ship, nor is it the mechanical part that you just came from. It's almost like a pairing of the two. So you can see the walls do look like a traditional starship hull, but there's almost like these veins that are moving through it that are like really, really dark red. Uh, Some of them are black and blue, and they're just kind of like snaking along the walls and the ceiling as well. You're faced with a corridor that at the end ends in a T intersection. Guys, can we not have any more distractions with... We're here to do a job. Come on. All right, left or right. Oh, was that left? We, we head down the corridor, I guess, first. Okay. Yep. Heading down the corridor. Um, I'm looking left. We, yeah, Burzen, I just want to see if we can hear anything, any voices, footsteps, sure, sure. anything. Oh, yeah. I mean, that would make sense. Yeah. Okay. Perception check. Yeah, yeah. Perception checks. Yep. Go. Don't you guys find it strange? We're opening these giant doors and there's no one around. 30. 13. Jesus. Uh, 21. Uh, 21. No, 24. God, why can't I add? 25. Astra and Sawbones, you guys hear up ahead, like it's very, very faint, but you can hear this. It's almost like a buzzing and this uh, like crackling sound of electricity as well. It's it's these two things kind of combined together. We're in the mosquito section. Like a buzzing hum sort of sound. (laughs) Hey, guys. I can hear some serious buzzing ahead and like a really large amount of electricity, like something bigs up right. and buggy, that's, I'd say. That's a strange combination, but you know, press on, let's go. Let's go. Sounds good. Sabo, okay. Okay. you lead the way. <laughs> we know you're curious and you're going to take point, obviously, because you like to open up doors <laughs> and make choices for the rest of the group. So I want you to lead just, the way. I just take the... 
I take the suggestion very seriously and, and run out in front. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, you guys stealthing or moving normally? I'm stealthing. Stealthing. No, stealthing. We're always okay, stealthing. Okay, great. Yep. Stealth rolls all around. 29. 22. 28. Okay, well, that's good for Astra. She got 27. And then that's a 22 for Banshee. Okay, great. You guys head up and you make it to this T intersection. As you do, the rest of you can hear this sound now, but it sounds like it's coming from both areas. Oh, no. As if this might, they might lead to the same place. Well. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so this is a, this is that, that beautiful, you know, when you go into fancy houses, how they have the two staircases. Yeah, he had like, this in they his own house. around and up. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's yeah. loves that shit. He literally had the same it. setup. Yeah, so I think that um, I like left. I'm happy to take the left. Torbones has already gone left. Yeah, let's go. And we are following okay, Torbones canonically. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So you guys head to the left. <laughs> I'm actually, kind of digging left, this. To the left. Uh, as you make your way around, it does indeed circle back around, and everything opens up a bit, and it gets larger, and you see again ahead of you another really massive set of these steel doors and this control panel off to the side. Thorbones has already opened it. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. 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 Perception! Perception! So, like, ear to the wall thingy, can we, like, do a perception check before we open the door, or...? Uh, this is where the noise is coming from, is beyond these doors. Yeah. It's... You can hear it's it. Just gonna be, yeah. It's just going to be louder. You're just going to hear more buzzing and... Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. Weapons drawn, button Go. pushed. Either Open side the of the door, yeah? Okay. We're going to split up so we're all, like... Yeah, like... Yeah. Against the walls. Like, yeah, stealthed up against yeah. the side of the wall. Yeah, yeah. yep. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, Sawbones goes cool. low because he's little. He goes first. He's in the vanguard. Yeah, he's in he's the vanguard. <laughs> he's the leader. <laughs> he's been talking about this dream yeah. where he cleaved a bunch of people. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. Okay. So, uh, you activate these steel doors. They open up. Immediately, you can see there's a set of stairs in front of you. And then beyond that, at the top of these stairs, about 10 feet away from where this door opened, you can see there's this shimmering, crackling blue field that's completely blocking the path. Uh, it is transparent, though you can see through it. Beyond that, in the center of this room that's almost oval shape from what you can see of it, in the center of it, there's this writhing black mass that seems to be hovering in the middle of the room just like there's all these like tentacles and everything like that you guys would recognize this from like it's similar to what you saw when you're in Deacon's mind to the side of that there's these two pillars that are crackling with energy and they're feeding energy into this mass either side of that there are two what Burzen would recognize to be bone sages, Eoxian bone sages standing there and they're like conducting this ritual. There's this energy coming from them and empowering this mass that just is like (laughs) beyond that you can see at a terminal at the far end of the room is a tall black haired pale man that you would know to be Xandacaldiran. Xandacaldiran! There and he is. we will leave our session there for oh. today. Boss, fight. Boss, fight. Eyes on the fries. Star Raiders is an Arcane Focus Network production. Be sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. You'd be amazed how much it helps us spread the word. Looking for more adventure? Head to arcanefocusnetwork.com. 